Hey, everybody. Welcome to I'm Not Crying, You're Crying, the show about anything and everything because it's our show. My name is Sean, and I'm here with Juan. Hey, hey, hey. And Jay. Hi, guys. And this is our theme music. You know, Juan, we, Juan, Juan, we've been doing this for four seasons now, and no one has ever play commented. The fucking music. Oh, okay, Just great. I will, because that's, that's what I do every time. Play the fucking okay, music. All right. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome back. We are now in season four, episode one of I'm Not Crying, You're Crying. Well, gentlemen, welcome, welcome to the new season. Juan, Yay! We did it. We did it. Season four. I didn't think we were going to last past season one. Wow. Well, I didn't think you would last past season one How with how angry you get, Juan, if I'm being 100% honest Did you think you. I was going to die of a heart attack or quit the show? Uh, you're going to quit the show ceremoniously because you felt like we were just pissing you off. Uh, I thought we were going to boot you off the, sh- the show. <laughs> That's also true. Yeah, go fuck yourself. That's also true. We've, we've had several hosts that have been way better than you. In fact, I think we're ha- going to have one back soon. Like her, oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, like Herbert or Aquila or Dennis. Yeah. You said somebody back real soon. So it's either Julio, Aquila, or Dennis. And I'm assuming after my rant against Joe Smo, uh, I can imagine who it's going to be here. You know, I think it's going to be Joe Schmo. Yeah. Uh, he's going to get on the show. Yeah. I, you know, defend himself. I, I really, I really want to have him on. And, you know, and speaking of Joe, speaking of Joe, so Juan, you got another voicemail. You've been very popular since we started the new season. And I, I don't really know why, but I was actually surprised who it was from. I, I didn't think, I didn't think we would ever reach this level of stardom to have this caliber of celebrity on the show. But I'm, I'm going to play the voicemail. If you say it's Mother F and King Kong, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. <laughs> listen, listen. Listen, I, I'm surprised. So here, here it is. Here it is. <laughs> All right, yeah. What's up, brother? It's me, King Kong, your boy. I'm a giant gorilla. I'm a big old primate. And I'm here to say what's up to my favorite podcast. I'm not crying. You're crying. Special shout out to my boy, Juan Ledesma. Yo, brother, thank you for the love. Thank you for being a fan. All the little kids love King Kong and apparently one 40-year-old man. But that's cool. Hey, oh, and I got to say something. I heard you was going to fight, uh, what's his name? Joe Schmo or Schmo or whatever the fuck his name is. Don't do it, brother. Don't do it. He will beat your ass. He will beat your ass harder than a giant reptile beats a humongous primate. You know what I'm saying? It's, I, I know this from experience. Anyways, I got to go. I got to go. But I just want to leave you with this. Peace. Love and 9-11 was an inside job. All right, late. <laughs> oh, that is so fucked up and funny at the same time. I love it. Yeah, I was surprised. But, you know, yeah. but the best part of that is did that he, King... Did, did he send a, a, a an autograph picture or anything for me? Uh, no. Uh, he, he sent a dick pic. I was just going to say, through a window on a building, because that's how he normally does it. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm actually, you know, the thing I found the most surprising about that, uh, about that voicemail is that he admitted that he got his ass beat by Godzilla. Wait, did I miss that portion because I was laughing? I feel like you blacked out, bro. You, <laughs> you, you, uh, you, you met your, your idol and now, and now you're, you're starstruck. You're beside you know, yourself. I was more impressed that he has a phone that he can utilize. Well, I mean, they make some, they make phones in all sizes. You've seen wow. those. 
Wow. <laughs> you don't think King Kong can use a phone? Yeah, that's a, that's some no, kind no, of monkey I, racism. I, I, no, it's not monkey racism. I just didn't think that they had a phone his size. What do you mean they? What, <laughs> what, what is this they shit? I mean, dude, he went to Tokyo. I'm sure they made him a phone while he was there. That is true. That is true. But the best phones come from Korea. Sorry. If you say so. If you say so. Samsung what? life. Samsung life, brother. They have wrinkles in their phones. You're just jealous. Jealous of having a, not having a wrinkle of my phone. You're right. You're absolutely right. Um, so, yeah, I'm surprised that King Kong had reached out. But you know what? That's actually crazy. So now we can say that we've had an actual celebrity on the show. King Kong has been on I'm Not Crying, You're Crying. It's been great. I would, tell you, I would tell you this. He did not sound anything like I thought he would. Yeah, I don't know what accent that was. I don't know. <laughs> he well, sounds like he sounds like a fuckboy from some weird island. <laughs> he probably he probably is. He's getting all that King Kong push. You know what I'm saying? Like he just shows up. I feel like his hat was on sideways as a trucker hat. Yeah, yeah. He's wearing Ed Hardy. There was a blunt hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. Uh, so Juan, so Juan, don't don't fight Joe Smell. Don't. Joe, Joe Smo, Smo. That's how. That's how you say. I, it. I honestly think if my boy King Kong partners up with him, with me, uh, we can take Joe Smo. Uh, I don't think so. I think uh, both of you guys will get your ass kicked. Yeah. Hey, you, you remember? You you remember in uh, Godzilla versus Kong that uh, King Kong teamed up with that little girl and he still got his shit handed to him, right? Uh, that's he, that. He that's Godzilla. how I remember the movie. He beat Godzilla the second round. <laughs> okay, there's three rounds in the fight, according to you, and he lost two out of three. So that yeah, I think if the fight went any longer, he would have lost by uh, by judgment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. So with that said, gentlemen, how how have you guys been? I, I know we just did the uh, Space Jam episode. We didn't do a lot of catching up there, uh, but this is our very first episode. We usually have a catch up. So Juan, I'll start with you so that we don't get confused. Juan, how are you? I am doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Uh, it's been a crazy, uh, how long have we been gone? I feel like this uh, hiatus season seemed longer than usual. This was an actual five-week hiatus. I, uh, we recorded on the fifth week and we released on the sixth week. Holy crap, yeah. Um, no, I, for some odd reason, those five weeks made, us, uh, made me tired, man. I know we tried You're to do... Juan, no, no, no. You are I'm always, always tired. tired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I know what you say. But I'm excited. Uh, I did a 23andMe uh, test. <laughs> <laughs> to discover what? Is your related no, to I, King Kong? So, no, yeah, I, I hope so. Uh, maybe he's my long lost brother. No. Um, Wait, are, are you Mexican? <laughs> I still haven't reviewed my results. I'm waiting for my wife to get her results so we can uh, compare at the same time. Oh, just to make sure you're not related? I'm pretty <laughs> sure we're not related. But, uh, well, I mean, if you were, it's too late now. Yeah, dude, you've done some sinning where <laughs> God's not going to be happy about it. Yeah, you guys are disgusting, man. But, <laughs> well, you, you're the one that got a 23andMe done, and you're, you know, you're checking for... Uh, anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, no. So uh, I got my results uh, today, and hopefully she gets hers tomorrow, and uh, it'll, it'll be exciting. Yeah, I hope you guys aren't related. <laughs> yeah, if you, but if you guys are cousins, though, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make fun of you. I, I'm just going to cry deeply inside if I find out I'm not really Mexican. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Is it like that time, <laughs> that, is it like that time the census told you you weren't, uh, you weren't Mexican? No, the, the census told me I was white, remember? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I mean, what? So I have a question. What's the difference between what I said and what you said? All right, then. Uh, so I, Jay, I think the census still allows me to be Mexican American. It's just as a race, it's white. I mean, how are you going to justify all those stories from Mexico if you're not Mexican? Uh, yeah, the census already told you you're white. So in, in in my book, Juan, you know, you've been making this up for the show. True. You know what would be a big lottery win if I'm part Native American because I'm going to travel to the nearest. Uh, casino and ask for my share i'm not sure that's how that works yeah i don't think i don't think that works that what? way either what? however I, w- I would like to be there when you try um i yeah. will not stop the police that is that is ignorantly racist but <laughs> yes yes it is so with that said jay how are you doing how, how are you i'm good man um i've been uh i've been spending some time at the house i've been working spending some time at the house uh I have my two-year-old nephew here, you know, um, and uh, he's going through that that phase where uh, he's just doing like weird, weird stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my my nephew has this little cowboy hat that he wears. He wears this cowboy hat, you know. He walks around the house with a cowboy hat. He's like, "Howdy, ma'am." <laughs> does he? Does he really? <laughs> Uh, you know, he has that swagger when he w- puts that cowboy hat on. And then um, one one day I was uh, I was in the kitchen. I was making some coffee and uh, he has this he has his own little table where he eats his breakfast, uh, the small table for him. And uh, he was at his little table eating breakfast, you know, and he had his cowboy hat on. And then he stands up and he's naked. Hey, <laughs> but he had that cowboy hat on. Yeah, wait a minute. He, <laughs> uh, he had his little cowboy hat. <laughs> he's just like walking around, um, just like naked with his cowboy hat on. Um, <laughs> I, I, like, I can respect that. I can absolutely howdy, respect that. Howdy, ma'am. What seems to be the problem? <laughs> well, Sheriff, sure, bad, bad Bartsy back in town. <laughs> Your penis is also showing. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there a, uh, a a show on Comedy Central called The Naked Cowboy? I I don't know. I think. Maybe that's some like porno website that you might have Googled and, <laughs> and now you're trying to pass it off as Yeah. I, I was maybe, about to say that your nephew was like starting his own toddler version of that show. Dude, he's going through this naked phase, you know, he just doesn't want to be in his diaper anymore. And a lot of times like his mom will just go, are you naked in there? And he'll go, oh. And then he'll start running away. <laughs> he, needs he, ca- he needs to put that cowboy hat on and just tell her, yeah, I am. What are you going to do about it? Dude, he, uh, he, when he gets caught being naked, his, his mom has to chase him. And I think he's faster when he's naked because he's more aerodynamic. <laughs> does he, does he like, is he in pull-ups or in regular diapers or like, does he just unhook or does he like take him off like underwear or, or dude? I think he rips him off like NBA warmups. He's just like, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Is that he like, makes him invincible. Was he like a little Houdini? Like he started off clothing at the table, eating his breakfast and you just turned around and suddenly he's naked or did he start no. off naked and you didn't pay it realize that. Dude, he was sitting down at his table. I didn't know he was naked till he stood up. And I was like, oh, oh my God. Dude, one time, one time he popped out of my brother's room 
buck naked. He's like, ha ha. And he sprinted at me like full speed, just like full on naked. And I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that is awesome. That that is awesome, man. Well, hey, more power to your nephew because you know what? That's going to be the killer move when he becomes an adult. Just pops out of the room naked with a cowboy hat on. Honestly, we're gonna we're gonna squash that shit as soon as he's. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Well, what about you, Sean? My myself, uh, myself. I just been working, man. It's uh, it's funny you say the five weeks has been like a long time. I feel like it just crept up on us because the uh, Space Jam happened, uh, Suicide Squad is happening, uh, the Conjuring episode that never happened. Yeah, the Conjuring episode that never happened. I just been. Uh, yeah, I've been super busy just uh, back at work. So, yes, it does. It did feel like a long time, but uh, but you know, it just felt like it went by really, really quickly, really quickly. Nothing crazy like that happened. My my daughter is nine, and so she's becoming more teenager like every single day. Oh uh, no! Yeah, it's uh, it, it's gotten to the point now where like if I deny her anything, and she's like, "Fine, I just won't have it then," <laughs> and she'll cross her. Oh, oh, and no. I'm like, I'm like, oh, okay, then fine. Uh, I won't tell you to charge your electronics so you have them for another day. You're right. I, I'm, I'm the asshole. Yeah, it's just, uh, you know, I, she's not running around here naked. Thank God. No. Thank God. <laughs> oh man. So, uh, well, it was great catching up with you guys. Before we get into today's topics, I did have some random shit I found across the internet I wanted to talk to you guys about, but one not not so random. So the first one being Scarlett Johansson is taking Disney to court now. I don't know how much you guys know about it, but essentially this is all over her Disney Plus release of Black Widow and and what they had negotiated in her contract. Well, her contract, it it was supposed to be a theatrical release. And the way it worked is she gets a percentage of the box office. So Mm -hmm. she feels like she was screwed because of doing a theatrical release and a Disney Plus uh, release or premium, whatever it's called. Um, she's not getting paid as much as she should. And to be honest, um, I think she may, may have a case because didn't they push the theatrical release of Black Widow from 2020 to 2021 because of this? They did. They pushed it because of, uh, the impacts of COVID-19, not, not because they didn't want to show the movie. Mm -hmm. So they were trying to preserve whatever box office they were going to get. However, if it if it was in her contract that they were supposed to release this like solely in theaters, my, my understanding is that it was supposed to come out in theaters, have like a, a grace period and then hit Disney Plus. Yes. Um, in this scenario, they release it at Disney Plus uh, under under the premiere access, which is mm-hmm. an additional thirty dollars. And Disney made off of that alone. So the box office was like 50 million. Mm-hmm. And then they made 60 million in subscriptions from, from their subscriptions. And, and that's, and that's including, oh, wow. yeah, the people who paid for it and then new subscriptions for, uh, for Disney plus. And, and theaters are at full capacity now or. Uh, uh, yes. No restrictions in full capacity yeah. for, for right now, at least here in LA, you have to, or in California, you have to remember that theaters opened a lot sooner in other States. Yeah. 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 And, I don't know if you know this, Sean, but uh, from the articles that I've read, and I don't know if it's just uh, uh, TMZ gossip or just made up bullshit, but uh, apparently Emma Stone is uh, considering suing Disney as well because she got a similar short end of the stick with Crella, uh, uh, and I'm hearing Emily I'm Blunt. Uh, Who, who's Crella? Cre- <laughs> Cre- <laughs> 
You know Crella. Yeah. Crella Duval. <laughs> oh, is she back from uh, New Orleans? Is that, is that yeah. where Crella from? Y'all know, y'all know Crella. Crella Duval. <laughs> she didn't like them Dalmatians. <laughs> she went fond of them Dalmatians, not Crella. <laughs> oh, no. I, I I don't think she was, Jay. I don't think she was at all. Mm-mm, she she want to kill them Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Juan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Come on back. Come on back. Okay. So Emily Blunt <laughs> was also considering it because of Jungle Cruise. So, so, so here's, here's the thing. Here's, okay. I, I absolutely think that, yes, like if they were supposed to, if they promised her a release in a grace period, then she, they, she, she should have gotten that. However, I don't think that Black Widow was going to do the, the, the gangbusters Marvel, like, that that she thinks it was gonna do, and, no. the, same, and the same thing with Cruella, and the same thing with uh, with the Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise, yeah, yeah. And if I'm being honest, I had this conversation with a coworker of mine, which is that, um, you know, when when I when I think of the Jungle Cruise, which I just realized was coming out like last Friday because someone told me about it. I thought it was absolutely like a, a meme photo that someone had made. No, no, it's been in production before COVID, man. Yeah, but I wouldn't go to see that movie for Emily Blunt. Emily Blunt. You I'm going to go see The Rock. The Rock, yeah. Yeah. I I wouldn't go see that movie at all. I mean, I, yes, I, I, I agree, probably would go see it. Because Yeah, you would. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you know how I feel about Disney. But uh, uh, now I'm curious, how come The Rock isn't considering this? Did he get a different deal because he's The yeah. Rock? Yeah, he, 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 he yeah he's uh he's got top billing on that yeah, movie <laughs> yeah yeah he's he's got that uh that Robert Downey Jr. deal you know that gets him uh, paid that gets him paid he he doesn't care I'm you pretty know? sure Robert Downey Jr. got a percentage of the box office as well he did but you, you have to remember that uh, Robert Downey Jr. was the highest paid actor in the MCU and he wasn't getting paid a, a, a lot and the reason why uh, Terrence Howard was uh was swapped out for Don Cheadle is because he was holding out for more money yes uh, he was holding, and they were just like, okay, fine, we'll use Don Cheadle. Uh, and then Robert Downey Jr. Jr. went on a little bit of a, a of a pushback for Disney. I mean, but not too much because obviously he was still Iron Man to help the other actors get paid equally uh, equal to him. So there is a pay disparity. This is not the first time this has ever happened in the history of of Disney and Marvel and just their movies in general. However, I I do think that they anticipate like their their movies just doing better. In, in the box office. Mm-hmm. So, okay, Juan. Well, I'm not the only one you're talking here to. You're not giving shit to Jay for oh, well, I commenting. Mean, I, I, like, like uh, Sean said, I don't, I don't think Black Widow would have made like uh, Avengers Endgame type of money, you know, like that's, that's not the type of movie it was. It was more like a, it, like an Ant-Man type of uh, yeah, film. Yeah. Like, you know, like it, it's good until we get to the big uh, mo- movie Marvel uh, Marvel movie, you know, um, but it wasn't going to, it wasn't going to do like uh, a lot of money, but I, I agree that, that uh, Disney plus uh, subscriptions did take away from what she would have made um, at the box office. Now, what I don't understand is does she not get a percentage of the Disney plus subscriptions or how does that effing work? Or because it's not called out in the contract, it's money just for Disney. 
I honestly don't know how it's spelled out in our contract. All I know is that they, they get a, a much higher percentage of the box office from, from uh, they, they get more money from box office than they do from, I would assume from Disney plus it may not have even been factored into their contract. If I'm being honest, because you have to keep in mind that after black widow hits theaters, then it's, then it's going to go to Disney plus. It wasn't going to have a, a simultaneous release, yeah. a simultaneous release. I, yeah, yeah. That, that, that is very true because I think COVID just changed the world because it started off with Milan and Seoul uh, with being released to Disney Plus. Now, Mulan, if I remember correctly, they tried holding holding it back for a bit. They did, but then they said, "F it, we we just start need to start making some sort of revenue," and that's when they did with the uh, Disney Plus premiere packages. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but I think I mean, if I'm being honest, I feel like there's some movies that had slated to release on Disney Plus to 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 garner some uh some attention. So I think Soul was one of those movies which is why they did they never they never uh did pl- a premiere for it, right? Yeah, they didn't they didn't premiere, but like Ryan the Last Dragon, I think um I think was slated to like test how well premiere would do on on unknown unknown quantities, you know, mm-hmm. like what the hell, what the hell's Ryan? I don't fucking know. I didn't know either. Uh, yeah, well, it was it was actually a pretty good movie. Um, Is it? Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, and then you get you know Cruella, and then you get Cruella, Cruella from the Bayou. <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> sorry, sorry. Anyway, I mean, I I, uh, I guess my question is, Juan Jay, do you think that she's going to win? Do you think she's going to win? I think she will. I I think so. I absolutely. I think that she, I don't know if she'll make what she would have made in the box office for it because I think the the argument is that Disney isn't hurting as bad as they they say they're hurting because of COVID. So uh, mm-hmm. so I guess I guess we'll see. Um, the, the the thing that I I'm kind of curious to to see is is this going to really kill off her her business with Disney or is Disney well, going to be like hey to be to be fair, bro. Uh, she already killed off her business. Her business was Disney. She just yeah. They they killed her. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. So this is like her. This is her saying, "I'm not going to make any more Marvel money." Well, then this is how I'm going to get my pockets full before before the the ship sails. I'm sorry. She dies in Black Widow. Are you uh, serious? No, she, have you not seen the other Avenger? Uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> have you not? Have you have you not seen Avengers Endgame? I I can't remember. She died. Oh yeah. Oh. Shit, oh I forgot. Okay. Well, oh my God, welcome dude. back. Welcome yeah, back. I, yeah, no, I, I completely forgot about her dying, man. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So welcome to the MCU. I mean, last week we also mentioned uh, uh, a Loki a Loki thing, and you you had no no concept of it. Jay, are you caught up on Loki? Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's, that's the thing about Disney. I think uh, a lot of it, a lot of their money is is being made by the the TV uh, production. You know the the streaming stuff that they're doing. Loki, um, WandaVision. WandaVision, and uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You know, like I get, I think a lot of the actors are making more money doing the TV stuff than they they are uh, doing um, the movie stuff. Yeah, that, that would make sense. It'd be it'd be smaller paychecks, but they'd be more consistent, and they would get. Uh, perpetuity and, and some royalties i assume i assume i don't know enough about tv but speaking of uh of loki so today uh I, the reason why I, I use that as a transition is because loki included variants and today we're going to talk about um covid 
and we just learned about some COVID variants that just happened, but specifically kind of our, our life, our life and how it was impacted by COVID. Uh, Juan, Juan, I, I know that, uh, that you feel a, a bunch of different ways about Joe Smo and him not wearing a mask, but I'm curious if, uh, if you would like to, to share how you feel COVID impacted your life. I, it, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely changed my perception of people and, uh, my perception of my, my own life. Um, I think I am realizing how crazy people and some of their beliefs are now with COVID than I did before. Uh, and it's getting harder to weed out what people are saying as a joke and what people are saying as they truly believe it. Uh, so, yeah. So what, 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 what made it real? So like when we go, you start the pandemic, right? You, you hear about this, this ship and I, I don't know how early your earliest memory of COVID. My earliest memory is the, the, the former president on TV talking about how this ship needs to stay at bay and there is something going on in China, but this ship needs to stay out to sea because I, you know, I don't, I don't want anyone to get, to get sick. Uh, these people had been out there with like no food or water. So what, what, what moment like throughout the pandemic made it, made it real for you? Uh, day one of the shutdown, it kind of scared me. Um, I had already been following COVID and the news about COVID uh, and people and their symptoms and people being asymptomatic. So I was already kind of paranoid and I started watching um, the numbers in California getting higher and higher. And I think, uh, what was it? New York had already shut down. Yeah. Um, so that day I had talked to one of my friends and said, when the fuck are we, are we just, are we going to shut down? And later that day I was leaving work and I get a call and he goes, Hey, remember what we were talking about? And I'm like, yeah, about, uh, when are we going to shut down? And I'm, and he's like, yeah, they just made the call. We're shutting down. So. That I think that's when it hit me that something with flu-like symptoms can shut down an economy. What started off as a two-week process ended up being a year and some change, man. How about you, Jay? Uh, what was the question again? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, uh, I'll take COVID nineteen for uh, two hundred. Um, specifically, how COVID impacted your life, and what and what about it made it real? you like that um there was there was a lot of factors that happened in 2020 um i mean when tom hanks got it i thought oh my god yeah yeah <laughs> no, yes no way <laughs> tom hanks not um, america's dad yeah yeah it's just like oh no if if this covid took out tom hanks the world would crumble you know you, yeah um but there was a lot of celebrities that were getting it early on and they were they were uh they were good you know they didn't die from it no nope. they they just kind of had like flu like uh symptoms and um they just like self isolated and they were good after like a good 2 weeks um what started to scare me um during the course of 2020 was the um uh the tension from like 
people in general, like there the political climate was so tense mm-hmm. that year. Like there was so much going on. People were protesting. There, there were so many protests in 2020. Yeah. There was a lot of, uh, um, like people were, people were like stocking up on, on uh doomsday type supplies. Like yeah. we ran out of toilet paper and like, like, that was another uh, med- scary thing. Yeah. Like medical supplies. It's, it was weird when you would go into like a, a target or a, a Costco and they just ran out of like toilet paper, like basic necessities that, that people. Yeah. Or the, or the um, line or the line for that one thing was like through the, the fucking moon. Yeah. And then like, you'd see signs in the store. Oh, we are out of like, um, isopropyl I- alcohol, you know, like stuff like that. Band-aids there. They ran out of like stuff for like basic um, healthcare, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh my god, how what what is going on?" People were selling toilet paper on Amazon for like hundreds of dollars um, at one point, and um, and then during all of that, the whole uh, George Floyd incident happened, mm-hmm. and the Black Lives Matter movement, and it just became. Uh, something more that we had to deal with. Like there was all these um, protests and riots and, and all of these things happening in 2020 as a result of like just COVID, you know, shutting down and people not knowing what's happening, what's going on, what's going to happen. You know, a lot of people, um, they lost their jobs. They lost their homes, you know, they, they lost their livelihood and, um, and there was nowhere uh, where a lot of these people could turn to and you would go on, you would go on TV and you'd see the president uh, say a bunch of like really I- inappropriate things, a lot of ignorant things that kind of fueled a lot of the hatred and, and like the race riots. And there was all this hatred towards Asians and violence towards Asians because of, uh, you know, the president calling the the covid virus you know the, but, the chinese but, yeah, virus and yeah you know. the, no he said the china virus he didn't even say chinese which i thought was a little bit more degrading yeah and all of this just kind of led up to the capital riots mm-hmm. in, in january so it, now yeah i mean it's it just became real and it just became more tense over the course of uh, 2020 for me do you yeah, do I, you th- think that if the president, because remember, or the former president, remember during one of his rallies, kept on downplaying the, the coronavirus and kept on saying, come April, uh, May, this thing is just going to work itself out and disappear. Do you think if he didn't have that nonchalant attitude from the beginning and actually started maybe asking people to wear masks or doing presidential things, we wouldn't have been as fucked as we are now. I, I think it would have been the same, you know, because um, it's, it's kind of one of those situations, whoever the president was going to be at that time, you know, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't, you know, if they're going to downplay the, um, the COVID virus, they're not reacting um, like quick enough. If they're, like if they're mandating all these things, then they're just inciting people to, to not want to do it and, mm-hmm. and question everything. And, and it's just, I don't know. I don't know no, um, if I, that was a better uh, solution, but no, Jay, I, I agree with you. I agree with you because throughout 
because yeah, there's people like me where for for me, I remember him making that speech about keeping his numbers down and like calling it the China disease, and I didn't take anything he was saying very serious. Yeah. However, the world around me, the impact to me had been zero up, up to that point. So just like Jay said, the the climate was very political. There's lots of different talking heads, kind of saying all a lot of different things, whether you believed it or not. And so, you know, I did what any sensible American would do. Or I, what I would like to think is that, okay, fine, but this, this mask is going to help me. Sure, whatever. You know, I kind of I went through those stages. And I, I think I even said it on, on air here, which is like, you know, I'm going to get it at some point. You know, like it's, it's just like like anything else going on. And I don't think I don't think if the president had behaved behaved any differently, the, the populace would have would have um, would have behaved any differently. And my, my point being is that. Uh, when 9-11 happened, it was an isolated incident. And then months later, people are like, oh, it's an inside job, you know. And so now you live in this this uh, the, the world of information and Internet. And so now you can formulate those theories and have that information cater to you on every social media platform. So, you know, I feel like, yeah, like Jay said, it's, it was going to be the same no matter what. The difference is that this happened over the course of a year or a year. And there's already a lot of fuel to the fire because of the political stuff that was going on. You know, the thing that made it real for me is uh, uh, not not even when I, not even when I they had asked me to come to work. It was it was like like two or three people that I had done had like gotten COVID. I was like, oh, OK, well, I guess it was like six degrees of separation. First, it was like, you know, first it was America's dad, Tom Hanks, who really freaked me out when his hair when he was bald because he was bald when he made that announcement. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, does, does COVID make you lose your hair? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> but then I'm like, OK, fine. It's Tom Hanks in Australia. I don't live in Australia whatever. He's two weeks. is fine. He's walking around doing his movie again. But then, you know, as that circle got smaller and smaller, I go, oh, shit. OK, I guess it's, it's happening. And it's happening a lot faster than I would have anticipated. Yeah. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, uh, another real moment for me uh, that Jay kind of reminded me was the whole mass buying that and the chaos that came from it. Um, we had already done a buy before everybody started doing like mass buying. And mm -hmm. typically when we go to Costco, we, we overbuy on accident and have groceries that that last for a month, month and a half. So we were fine. But... We had a little bit of a panic because my son needed diapers and baby wipes. We went to Costco. They were out of diapers and they were out of baby wipes because people started buying baby wipes because they were running out of, uh, out of um, toilet paper to buy. And internally, I was having a little freak out moment where I even felt like I, 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 I felt like crying and breaking down, like what the F is going to happen if I can't find diapers and wipes for, for my kid. And luckily we, we went to like target and had one of those targets that you could only buy one box of diapers and one box yeah. of wipes, but it got scary. Like I think we had gone to two Costco's and by the time we went through to uh, three targets on the third target, we found one, one place. And I, I don't know. It just, had a little scary no, moment. No, it's it's true. I think I, for me, what I found the most frustrating is, is, again, just like Jay said, it's like, you know, you go out places and you're just trying to 
just trying to get your basic necessities. You know, I'm not I'm not asking for 15 bags of chicken here. I just need, you know, a bag the whole be over just like everybody else. Yeah. And and, you know, you can't find it. They're sold out like some person has a deep freezer full of Costco chicken and never has to and never has to go back to the Costco again, probably. Yeah. And it's just like uh, how slow how slow the curve was for all the businesses like that were remained open to to like adjust. Like, I, you know, what, you know, you know what also made it really real? Like, uh, for me, when when the NBA shut down. Oh, <laughs> it made it real no, for a lot of people. Yeah. Like the NBA, the NBA shut down because uh, some of the players contracted mm -hmm. COVID. And then they just they said, oh, we're canceling games. We're canceling a few games. And then they said, we're canceling the season. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, my God, this this has never happened before. In my lifetime, like they, they yeah. never canceled a, a season of, of sports. And, you know, for that to happen, we were, I was like, oh, my God, this is uh, this is kind of serious now. You know? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what else is crazy about, about this whole situation? So during the shutdowns, you know, they start like quantifying like the type of work people do. And I, I'm just curious if I, I don't know anyone that works at McDonald's, but. Do you think if you would have asked like a McDonald's employee like in 2018 if they felt like they during a pandemic they were still going to be open that they would have said yes? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't so either. Think so. It, it, it was just amazing how quickly people that didn't consider themselves essential workers suddenly became essential workers, and I don't think it was the employees or the team members themselves. It was the corporation and the business owners saying, "I'm essential." I need to continue doing it. Well, I mean, that, that was a good like way to keep their business afloat. You know, mm -hmm. like if, if you said, Oh, I need my workers to come in and be essential workers, you know, that's just going to keep that store open. You know, like they have to be open yeah. because they're essential to, to, um, how society runs, you know, yeah. like, yeah, it's uh, it's crazy because like, again, you know, I was like, oh, man, I, I can't get chicken at Costco, but I, I could I can get a McChicken from McDonald's. Yeah. You know, what I mean, like it's fucking fucking nuts. And but, so go ahead, Juan. But the, th the thing is, they started suffering from the same supply chain mm -hmm. shortages that we were suffering at that time. And in fact, they're still suffering a lot of it because menu prices for the businesses that stayed open went up because it suddenly it suddenly started getting pricier and pricier to get beef chicken and pork man i mean That's right true right now i remember when i used to be able to buy ranchera to barbecue and that was like six bucks for uh it started off like four bucks and now it's like 12 bucks a pound yeah man. yeah it's very super it's really 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 expensive yeah, really it, expensive the um so so you you get through the you get through this part of the pandemic, you know. So what 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 helped get you guys through that the the whole the whole ordeal, you know, like stuff shut down, trying to buy trying to buy diapers you can't uh can't watch any NBA games, Jay. What what helped get you through it? Um you know what? Um this is where this is where like being a like a gamer and uh a recluse <laughs> was like for 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 a lot of people they thrived in it you know mm -hmm. like this is the this is the moment where they go i can finish all my games i can watch all the the movies that i need to get through i can watch all the tv shows that i can i can handle at this point you know like if you were if you didn't have to worry about uh money um and paying uh a ton of bills yeah. then this was the time where you 
you get to be as uh, lazy and <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's great. It was great. You know what? Um, you know, despite everything, because I, I stopped working during the pandemic and I was like, all right, after I had figured out all, all of my shit, I was like, OK, great. Now I have all this time. And you know what? My daughter was doing homeschool at the time. And and it just made me like realize of how much like stuff you miss out on. I had lunch every day with my daughter during school at 11 o'clock every day because that's when they had lunch. And it, we didn't we didn't always do something. It wasn't always my eventual, but it was just fun, fun to have that time. And if yes, I was able to pass Zelda Breath of the Wild, which I hadn't played since it had come out like four, four years earlier. So, yes, it was absolutely a, a, a great time. Yeah. You know, for me, um, as you know, I, I've worked I've been I've been employed for the last uh, like 30 something years yeah. at a job. And like this is the first time where I I didn't work, you know, and mm-hmm. I'm so used to like coming in, doing things and then, you know, going home and, and doing things at a certain time that, you know, when I didn't have that time at work at home, everything I was scheduled for me, you know, like I would, I would wake up at a certain time. I would have my breakfast at a certain time. I would do a couple things around, around the house. I would have my lunch at a certain time. I would schedule like uh, zoom shows at a certain time. So that was like my appointments. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I had, like scheduled time for like TV scheduled times to, to play video games, you know, like all this, like everything was kind of rigidly scheduled because I was so used to um, being at work and doing things that I just needed to have that structure. No, I agree. I agree. I was kind of in the same boat where I, I didn't, I didn't have to do anything anymore, but like I still woke up and got dressed. I wasn't going anywhere. I wasn't doing anything. I just was just for the routine of it because I would always get up and get dressed, you know? Um, Juan, how about you? Well, the pandemic hit me differently because, as you know, I I was fortunate enough that they they didn't furlough me or lay me off. Uh, they they still had me coming in every day to do work uh, around um, my job. But uh, it did hit me in the sense that uh, for saying for being someone that says that I hate interactions and everything, I I I'm a I'm a social butterfly. I I thrive on interacting with people i i thrive on seeing people and commuting an hour hour and 15 uh to a job where i'm going to be locked in an office working on my computer walking facilities that are shut down to the public started getting to me it, it started getting to me uh seeing the effect that uh it had on on my wife and kids that were locked in in the house. And the funny thing is what got me through it uh was the the time with my family because then I was able to have my days off, my weekends with my wife and and family. Um I was able to uh eventually start up movie night with you guys and yeah. th- that that made made the world of a difference with my wife and I, because we got to socialize with other adults, adults. My kids got to socialize with other kids. And uh, to be honest, being able, uh, because at, at some point I was the only one that was going out to the store because we were paranoid that we were going to track in the virus and get the household sick. Mm-hmm. So I was the only one going to the store at, since I was already going to work and, um, eventually 
uh, being able to take the kids and my wife just on drives because we weren't able to go anywhere else uh, through Angels Crest Highway or just driving around because we got bored of having them locked in the house and drove around places and then just gradually being able to take them to more public places. I, I don't know. I think that's what got me through seeing uh, my kids adapt to the difference uh, and then getting to spend the weekends with them more family time. Yeah. I, I don't think, I, I think like Jay, I've been employed for like basically over half of my life. And so I, I just didn't realize how much time work had, eat, so. had eaten up. And so I, I, you know, one of the things I hope that, and at some point I'm sure once the economy recovers and, and, and the unemployment rates are, are better and people are willing to come return back to work, then you know, companies will kind of like take a second look at their op- their their operations and and say, I don't think I need to have everybody here like forty hours a week. Maybe you can do thirty five hours or uh, yeah. here and five hours. You know, take a, a shift at home or something like that. And there'll be more of like fifty fifty splits like that. And we were, you don't have to take a pay cut because, like, you know, um, you know the the beneficial thing that I saw for for uh, the pandemic shutdown was the reduction in traffic. Like because of the reduction in traffic, I was able to wake up a little bit earlier or I mean a little bit later, help feed my kids breakfast, spend a little bit of time in the the morning, enjoy them and then get to work and still get to work on time and then leave work on time and be back on time at my home to eat dinner with my family and then play with them and then go to bed, which Right now, I, I don't think traffic is at full swing yet, even though mm-hmm. we're reopened because it's summertime. But I'm dreading the once summer ends, traffic commuting from Lancaster back to the LA area. I'm going to see the two hour, two and a half hour commute again that's going yeah. to force me to take the train again. And I, I'm, yeah. I'm scared because I, I really enjoy seeing my kids as much as yeah. I do and my wife. So then, you know, so now, now we're at the point where we're in a, a, a second up, upswing now, but then, right, there's a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel, right? You get through the pandemic, you maybe get on furloughed, you go back to work, you resume some level of normalcy, right? You even get to the point where you're able to take your mask off for a little bit and, you know, and, and you get vaccinated if, if you're vaccinated and all that fun stuff. Um, you know, Juan, I know that you, you keep track of this stuff as far as like the different variants and stuff. So like, how does that, how does it make you feel? There's like variants and, and uh, called Delta, ironically enough, you know, it's like, <laughs> let's name it after a, the company, an air, airline company that's struggling already because of COVID. How can we yeah. screw it up even more? Let's name a variant after it. Um, you know what? I, I think everybody saw the variants coming because like, like the flu, everybody knew, that uh, COVID can mutate. Uh, I just don't think they thought it was going to be this quick. And I don't think people thought it would be this strong because my understanding of the Delta variant, it is a lot more contagious than the original uh, virus. And it is spreading a lot uh, quicker than they anticipated. And sadly, the vaccines that we have are not protecting us from it. it um, we can still get it, but it won't uh, knock us out ideally like uh, it I'm, could with unvaccinated people. I'm, I'm glad that you brought up the, the vaccines, but Jay, like you're, you're uh, ready to say something. Yeah, I was, I was going to say that I, I think the COVID 
Delta variant is just the regular COVID. It's just mad. You know, like, <laughs> it's, it's just mad off. that everyone's getting vaccinated. And he's just like, oh, you think you could get rid of me with vaccination? So he's like lifting weights and like, uh, you know, shooting up steroids. And then he's just coming back, you know, with an eagle tattoo on his arm. It's like, <laughs> that's it. It's I'm, over. I'm bigger and better now, baby. <laughs> You're saying that that the Delta variant should have been called the Hawk variant. It's the a- Delta. The Delta variant is like uh, you remember Ogre from the Revenge of the Nerds. <laughs> yeah. He's just this big oaf. It's just like I'm gonna kill the nerds. Yeah, I'm gonna kill. So, so speaking of the vaccines, um, you know, the vaccine race is still is still going on, and we, uh, I think, uh, America sent a bunch of. Uh, AstraZeneca uh, vaccines over to India because they had like a major, a major outbreak mm-hmm. over there. Yes. Well, that's um, where the Delta strain came from. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. I believe so. I believe it, it came from, from India. Um, now, now AstraZeneca, it's uh, if I think, I think they were labeled as Harry Potter houses. I mean, they gave them all kinds of names, but do, do you guys believe in uh, vaccine inferiority or superiority? Uh, I know there's people that 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 do because I I watch uh, parody videos making fun of uh, freaking J and J all the time. Yeah. Uh, well, the thing is, I I haven't read up on Astra uh, AstraZeneca. I don't know what kind of science they're using, but I know like Moderna and uh, Pfizer, they're 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 changing your your RNA uh, delivery system, so they're messing with your DNA. However, J and J is more of a traditional one where they took. Uh, dead virus or a weaker version of the virus and help build up your immune system. Now, people made fun of the fact that A, it was only one shot while everybody was two shots, made fun of the fact that it uh, gave you 85% uh, protection while everything else gave you uh, protection in the 90s. But my understanding is J&J is proven or is proving to be a better protection against the Delta strain. Well, I, I mean, I think with a lot of these, it's just a numbers game, right? It's like mm-hmm. Pfizer is out, the Moderna is out, AstraZeneca. It's just that the numbers weren't good. Um, I think I read an article or I saw a headline of an article, I should say, uh, that Pfizer was close to having full FDA approval, which I don't know what emergency approval and full FDA approval, like the difference. I mean, if you approve something, you approve something personal yeah. opinion but um you know and and i think a lot of people are like oh yeah pfizer is that pfizer is the uh is the they they related them to uh uh super surgical soldier serums from like the mcu <laughs> yeah. so so pfizer is the captain america moderna is whatever they gave bucky and then uh j and j is whatever they gave uh um um the the Halloween store cap from Falcon and Winter Soldier, and then uh, uh, Ashes is basically anything else that they give you, like whatever whatever made the Hulk or Abomination. Now, uh, AstraZeneca, what kind of science are they are they using? Are they doing the RNA method or? Juan, I know nothing of the science. I just yeah, told you that. On a, I just, honestly, I don't know what's in any of the vaccines. I just trust the the medical yeah. <laughs> community. You know, like. Um, they tell me, they tell me, Hey, this is going to protect you from this. All right. Put it in my body. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny. So I be, I had picked up some, some, I picked up beta work, uh, well, uh, as a COVID compliance officer, what, like, like while I was, uh, furloughed from work. And so, uh, I'm sorry, I had, did you refer to it as beta work? 
No, no, sorry. Made up work, meaning oh, like made up work. It, huh. it only it only exists because of the the pandemic. You know, um, before then you would like I say I'm a COVID compliance officer. OK, get the fuck out of here. Right. But um, I was able to get vaccinated like way back in like January uh, when everyone became an to- essential worker. So <laughs> so. Yeah, but the, uh, amongst the circle of folks who are getting vaccinated, like, there were, it was a huge debate of like, what 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 are you going to get? You're going to get AstraZeneca or no? You're going to get Pfizer or you're going to get uh, Moderna? Moderna. And I was like, I don't really care. I was like, Jay, I'm like, well, they said it's good for me. Whatever. I signed up. I got an appointment. It is what it is. Just out of curiosity, uh, what did you get? Moderna. Fuck you. Jay? Oh, that's uh, private. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you. So I got I got Moderna. Oh, really? Moderna, hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, what crow? It's all about the Vice. <laughs> no, no. Vice uh, gag. But yeah, so, um, so yeah, it, it's it's always it's been a very complicated time, and I I don't know the science, but you know the the year twenty twenty has been is very very interesting, and I hope we never go through it again. And I believe that if it happens again, if something like this happens, we at least have the tools and know how. So that the curve won't be as long to have all these business adjust and have life adjust. Well, the so sad may- thing is we've always had the tools. When the Obama presidency left, they were already, they had a pandemic task force and they had created scenarios and playbooks. If a pandemic like this were to happen, this is the type of steps that we should follow. And when they yeah, gave but- it to the former president, <laughs> yeah. he said, fuck you. But but in all fairness, I mean, if you said in like 2018, hey, there's going to be a pandemic, uh, you better be ready. No one is going to be like, yeah, you're right. You know, that's nobody expected this to actually happen. Yeah. I mean, all all the people still poking their nose above above their mask. I mean, those are the people who are going to and there's a lot of them. Those are the people you, you're you're debating with Juan the, that you know that knew there was a playbook and didn't really give two shits. So it I, is I just, what it is. I, I don't understand when the science is there how people that are not scientists or educated think they know better than Juan, people that Juan, have dedicated their entire fucking life and career in this shit. Juan, we've gone over this you, because they just chose not to. It is what it is. It is what it is. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, people people only believe what's what's convenient and comfortable for them. You yeah. know, like if if someone if so, someone said the science of something is this and that's fact, they're always going to debate it. Like, yeah, yeah. Just like just like you know, fire is hot, right? Yeah. Jeez, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't mean to bum you out, man. No, it, it's just the the more I think about it, the the more sad this this. Uh, this makes me because I, I know of people refusing to to get vaccinated. I know of people, or I've heard stories. I don't personally know of anybody that has actually done this, but falsifying their CDC card so they can enjoy life as a vaccinated person when they're not vaccinated. And the fact of the matter is, the people that have gotten vaccinated and continue to wear masks without complaining, we're doing it to protect the people that are not vaccinated. Mm-hmm. It, it's just stupid. Or the people that get sick and still go, oh, it's just a cold and I, I, I don't have any symptoms. And bam, they're in the hospital because they have the Delta strain. And now because they were careless fucks, 
three other people now have it. You know, you know, the funny thing is um, before they implemented the mask um, mandate indoors again, um, when they lifted it, uh, there was a time where I didn't know when I should wear my mask. Yeah. You know, like I would go, I would go to like a, a target and, you know, there would be a sign that says, uh, you know, fully vaccinated people don't have to wear your mask. And I would still wear my mask. I was fully vaccinated, still wearing a mask. And I would go in there and, you know, I'd be like, well, if I take my mask off, it would show that I'm vaccinated. Mm-hmm. But, it, you know, if I am not wearing a mask, it it shows that I'm not supporting the mask mandate, you know, like, and if I wear a mask, it either people either see me as unvaccinated, you know, so I don't, I don't know whether to wear my mask, um, to, yeah, no, to showcase Jay. my political beliefs or <laughs> I, well, Jay, I, I was in the same boat, but you know what I realized is that, and, and I like want said, we're doing it for other people is that, you know what? Yeah. I'm fully vaccinated. I, I got, I got all my shots, but I wear my mask because you, how do you know? Like, you know, how do you know? There's no way you can't, unless you have x-ray vision, you can't see my blood. I don't fucking know. So I wear it for, for everyone else's comfort. It's just easier this way. And then, th- well, yeah, that's the other thing that Jay hit the nail on the head is this vaccine and virus has, at least in my lifetime, I don't know if the Spanish flu was like this, but it is the most politicized and political fucking virus, pandemic, and vaccine ever, at least in my lifetime. And it's so effing stupid. It shouldn't be about politics. It should be about saving people's lives and taking care of each other as the human race. But no, we have to turn everything into a political bullshit thing. And it's so disappointing. It's just angry. It is is where we are now, Juan. It's where... Yeah, um, no, uh... So it's just disappointing that the shit is getting so political and and people are are just not caring about each other as human the human race. Sad. I mean they people don't care about each other in general, you know like um I, I it's just this the pandemic just brought out you know those true feelings you know to the forefront, you know, instead of concealing it with niceties and you know pleasantries this the pandemic and and the quarantine is just people are just brutally honest they're like yeah i don't like you and this is why and you know yeah it's true and i don't care about your beliefs my beliefs are more important and i mean that that was kind of echoed all across 2020 and i again i i it's hard for me to say that whoever the president was, that it, it, it would have changed what that dynamic was. I feel like that the America itself was at a boiling point and then sticking people in ho- at home, making their environment less secure didn't help, uh, uh, didn't help any of that. It just, if anything, it added fuel to the fire. And so then we find ourselves here with a lot of different experience happening over the course of 2020. Now, mm-hmm. Where do you think this world is heading towards, guys? Uh, do you think we're going to see a lot more businesses requiring people to show their proof of vaccination or proof of a negative COVID test? Or, and or are you going to, do you think they're going to see a lot more businesses and companies require their employees to be vaccinated or show constant proof of a negative COVID test? if they want to be employed because KP 
is now doing that. Disney is now requiring their salary team members and any non-union team member, new team member to be vaccinated when hired. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I would, I would hazard a guess that they're not going to force people to show any sort of documentation. Um, however, uh, I, I believe that Disney also incentivized it, right? Like, didn't they, a, they added like a, a bonus or yeah, a hundred dollars or yeah, something. Yeah. So something like that. So I think you'll see a lot of more of that before we get to a point where we're forcing, uh, team members to be vaccinated or requiring it at least, at least but on it, the, the, it's ridiculous that we have to incentivize giving you a fighting chance to survive a virus that could potentially knock you out or kill you. If, well, if, I mean, if you believe that. Yeah, that people don't trust the vaccine fully. They don't know the long-term effects of what it'll do to their bodies. You know, the people are scared. People are yeah. like like the Johnson and Johnson, there was a small percentage that that um the blood a person clots. could Huh? The blood clots, right? Yeah, the blood clots. People like like a lot of people refuse to get the Johnson and Johnson just for that like fact alone, but I mean, that was a small, small percentage that that was going to happen. Uh, but it was enough for people to go, don't, don't give me that shit. You know, like, yeah, <laughs> yeah no, no, seriously. No, no, so, I know. I know. I, I, I've read up on that shit, but also people are scared with like more than Pfizer because they're like, it's new science and it got approved so quickly and they just worked on it on a year. That's pure ignorance because the person that discovered this route had been working on this shit for over 10 years. And yes, they haven't had successful trials with other vaccines or methods using this science. But I, I think that 10 years of work finally paid off in this accelerated process. Yeah, I, I think, you know, and, I, and you brought up another point, which is I think that because of the level of science that we used to to get to where we are right now that in the future some new disease that shows up will will have a better fighting chance at at having vaccines that come out in a month, 6 months. So you almost you almost we're almost in a position now where it doesn't matter what the new thing will be the science we're developing now will help us fight whatever that is. Yes. So, you know, humanity is closer to being immortal vampires. I mean, this whole RNA delivery system was tested or started being looked at for cancer and trying to help cancer patients defeat and survive cancer. And now it, it's being used for COVID. You know, um, one, one of my, uh, to lighten the, the topic a bit, one of my favorite memes uh, about people getting uh, vaccinated um, was there's, I saw this meme where someone was drinking water out of a hose and the, <laughs> the, the caption was, uh, this is why I'm not afraid of the vaccines because I used to drink, this yeah. is where I used to get my water. <laughs> yes. You know what, Jay, I, I have seen, I, I have seen that one. Uh, yeah. The, the, the vaccines or the, the memes around COVID have been great as well. The meme, the meme community does not, does not stop. They don't care. They don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. I may um, have COVID, but I still have funny to give. Yeah. Juan, have you, uh, you know, did you study any more of the, uh, of, of the, uh, of the science? 
No, I, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I after um, getting vaccinated, I kind of stopped looking at the science behind the the vaccine. So now that AstraZeneca is being able to get administrated, administrated, I want to see again their science. Um, but uh, yeah. I, I knew eventually we're going to need booster shots as well. And I'm waiting for people to complain about that shit too. Well, it, it doesn't matter, man, because you know what? Those people never drink hose water. That That's what we yeah. just learned. <laughs> that's <laughs> why they're weak. Yeah. yeah. That's why their immune system is weak. <laughs> it's true. You know, they, they I, I drank they, Mexican hose water. Beat that motherfuckers. Well, I mean, you can't oh. prove that because according to the census, you're white and you're waiting on your 23 and me. So with that said, um, <laughs> you, you may be related to your wife. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, I can't trust anything you're saying right now. Yeah, that's true. I, I may be related anything. to you guys. Do, do you guys, uh, do you guys have any, any habits, like anything you look for now because of, because of like the pandemic and COVID and all this six feet social distance stuff? Hand sanitizer and fucking disinfectant wipes. I still go to the stores, and if I see that they have disinfectant wipes, whether I need them or not, I buy myself one or two. And if they have hand sanitizer, I use it. Really? How about you, Jay? Um, no, I mean, I used I used to wash my hands. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. I was gonna I was gonna say not not <laughs> one, not one. It's you know what, Jay? It's yeah. I, I'm in the same boat. I washed my hands. I did all this stuff before. What I appreciate more about this about this time is that everyone is more cognizant of that shit now than they were before. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I have more people asking questions like, but wait, if they don't change their gloves every time they touch something, what what's the point? I go, yes. What is what is the point? You know, it's uh, people stuff that people never thought about before. They're just openly can cross contaminating um, all, all of their stuff. So, yes. Uh you know, but the thing that one of the things that drives me nuts, and I and I brought it up earlier, is the people who are nose cocking, and nose cocking is specifically when your nose is over your mask because I don't know, it helps you hear better, helps you see whatever you're looking for better, helps you talk on your cell phone more clearly. I I don't I don't fucking know. Honestly, I I was a victim of that. Um, like I was wearing my mask, someone was talking to me. I didn't understand what they said. I took my mask off and went, what? Oh oh what did you god. say? <laughs> oh my God. Did you, you wear your mask in your car and you take it off to, to like drive in reverse? Like I just, <laughs> it just, it just drives me nuts. It's one of those things that I'm just like, uh, it, I, oh my God. I'm not going to lie. I, I've done it because my glasses start fogging up and I have to like move it around to, to unfog my glasses. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, my my glasses do fog up, but I usually, I just, I take my glasses off and I wave them around. But that's one of the things that whenever I see it, it just, it gives me a little mini, like what, what the fuck is happening? Especially for people who are wearing like, you know, you see the masks that say uh, N95 or KN95 on them. And I'm just like, bro, you, you, you over here paying $10 a mask just so you can wear your nose over it. Listen, I don't understand why, why you even did that. You You know know what I, my favorite thing, uh, especially when we first started wearing masks, is the the ridiculousness in some people where, like some some people cut a hole in the mask so they they can eat their <laughs> yeah. food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, I think my my favorite. I mean, aside from people doing stuff like that, some of my favorite mask stuff is just the people who went completely like they they're basically wearing an entire astronaut suit. Yep. So you know you got them wearing the ventilators for painting or for doing something <laughs> yeah. with harsh chemicals. I go, I don't. Are you here to kill me? What's going on? <laughs> you know the the thing that drove me bug nutty was people that would 
move their mask down so they could sneeze. And that would drive me shit crazy. Um, I mentioned it to somebody that I knew. I'm like, did you, did you just really pull your fucking mask down so you can sneeze and have those particles go in the air? And their response was like, yeah, I don't want that in my mask. And I'm like, you're, you're defeating the purpose of wearing a fucking mask. Well, he doesn't want to give himself COVID. Yeah, that's that's stupid. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah. What's wrong? Yeah, it seems, seems like solid logic to me, Juan. If I'm being honest, but if I'm being <laughs> okay. I will. Um, yeah, I I just feel like you know. Uh, I hope I hope that the, I hope it sticks. People realizing that they should wash their hands or that they should like realize how many things they're touching when they're going to touch other people's stuff. Like someone asked me if I'd move some stuff on their desk. I go no. Uh, I haven't touched anything on anybody's desk in over a year. Yeah, that's insane. You know what I hope sticks? Social distancing and queue lines, man. Because I enjoy not having somebody trying to stand nuts to butts in my space. Well, one, I have a very serious question for you. Why are you putting your nuts on anybody's butts when you're standing in line? Yeah, where is the nuts? Where do the nuts start and the butts end, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, both of you guys never had a complaint. I'm surprised you complain now. Excuse me? Uh, yeah. You heard. <laughs> I, I heard, but I didn't understand. Please, please uh, elaborate uh, on this. Yeah, Nuts tell us too about bad. that crawler. Crawler, crawler. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you guys. Let's move on. <laughs> hey, sure, we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> we'll move on. So uh, we're getting ready to round out the show. And uh, we started last season doing the I'm not crying, you're crying, cry baby gauntlet. Uh, so this year or this season, I should say, um, at the request of one of our friend of the show, friend of the show, Herbert. He's not friend of the show if he hasn't been on the fucking show. Okay, he's just, well, the guy, a, he's the just guy an avid just, fan that doesn't understand. He doesn't know us. Wait, is King Kong a friend of the show? Uh, I, mean, I, I, I guess he is because he's been on the show via recording. Based on your criteria, Joe Smo is also a friend of the show. Oh, fuck Joe Smo. He's an enemy of the show. We established this last week. No, he's an enemy of you. Every, he seems fine to me. Yeah. Uh, so he, He's also hash, team, team Jayco. Hashtag yeah, team Jayco. Yeah, so I'm not really sure what the problem is, Juan. I think it's just you. If anything, if anyone should be upset here, it's me because I'm not getting any love whatsoever. But it's all good. I love it's you, Sean. Good. Oh, why, thank you, Jay. That <laughs> makes me feel really good. I have strong emotional uh, feelings towards you, Sean. Yeah, you try to put your nuts on my butt. That's, yeah, nuts to butts, wrong. dude. What's wrong with you? So this year, this this year's gauntlet at request of friend of the show, Herbert, uh, we're gonna do a twelve round, uh, a twelve twelve item, twelve bracket. No, yeah, twelve bracket. Thank you, twelve bracket competition with movie quotes. Now. This week is just Jay as a Juan versus me and two movie lines that you believe to be better. Now the winner of the gauntlet won't be a spicy chip Juan. Fuck that. Yeah, I'm not doing that again. Uh, you didn't do it the first time. You licked it and you I, cried. I did not lick it. I bit it, you motherfucker. No, I you, bit it. You licked it, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You licked yeah. it, baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Krella from back in the swamp. She saw you. <laughs> Yeah, that Quella don't like them Dalmatians. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so explain and, and the new gauntlet. So yeah, the new gauntlet is there's two things to choose from. Either you like Juan's quote better or you like the other person's quote better. When this week will be mine. And then that quote moves on to the next week. 
to see which movie quote will reign supreme. Okay. So, Juan, I chose two of your quotes randomly, or one of your quotes randomly. And uh, your quote was, are you ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Yeah. It's coming up right now. Yeah. You're going to need a bigger boat. Fuck yeah. Jaws, <laughs> baby. Jaws, we're going to need a bigger boat. Now, when, when, I, when, I, when I hear that quote, I, um, I don't, it sounds, it sounds important, but when I hear it, it doesn't sound as, as jarring. But like, but if you watch that scene, it's, very, it's a very suspenseful scene. Yeah. Scene. But I chose this quote. Boat. Yes, you are going to need a bigger boat. But this is, this is the one I chose today, and I didn't do this on purpose, I promise. Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! Holy shit, you went old school. I did, I did. When, I, when uh, Herbert had talked about this, uh, this gauntlet with me, that's the first quote that came to mind. Because uh, it just, it's, I feel like when I, when I hear that, when I listen to it, it just invokes, like, it just, it makes me, it makes me angry. That like, you know, I think that's Charleston, Charleston Heston. It is. Uh, yeah, who's like, you know, just being completely, a complete ass. He doesn't know what's going on. He's, he showed up on this planet. You know, without without any without any uh, understanding what's going on, it's just being being a dick. Well, they they also threw him in a cage. Well, you know what? I wasn't going to mention that. <laughs> you know, he might have had some uh, some rights there to be angry and upset. But yeah, yeah and if yeah. I recall then, correctly, he wasn't he wasn't talkative. Like he had uh, uh, vocal cord damage, and that was his first uh, uh, phrase that he emoted. Right, Jake? Uh, yeah. I, I honestly don't remember, but I do remember when I heard it in like the the, uh, the remake, the remake, the remake from Draco Malfoy himself. Oh, I mean, it was, I, it was awful. Yeah, well, I heard him. I spit didn't other, mind it, man. I, I heard him spit other slurs, you know, like calling Hermione a mudblood. Oh, but or just, you, you also forget the the Tim Burton um, Planet of the Apes. Said, oh, they said you, it in that one as well. Yeah, you mean the one with Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson <laughs> wasn't in it, was it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he wasn't. But there was one of the apes that looked eerily like Michael Jackson. Yeah, it was, uh, Helena Bonham, Bonham Carter, I think. <laughs> it was. Yes, <laughs> yes, it was. Yes, it was. And I, I did forget about that one. I, was, I, I tried to forget it. I'm so sorry. Wait, can I throw a quote in there? You can. You can go for it. Wait, didn't didn't he submit his fucking quotes? How come you don't have audio clips for him? I, well, I didn't submit any quotes. What the fuck, Jay? <laughs> well, because look, I've lost every gauntlet and I didn't want to. <laughs> no, it's not fair for Sean to come prep to, for this show with audio clips so you could just whip whatever you want last minute. No, that fucking sucks. I say he's disqualified. What? Uh, well, here's the thing. You, what? Didn't even eat, you, you, you didn't even eat your entire prize. But you know what, Jay? You're more than welcome to listen. We. I have YouTube. We have time. Let's we we can do it. What's going on? What what is your quote? My and quote, what movie is it from? It is from Back to the Future. Jumping gigawatts. No, he, that's not even a quote from the movie. <laughs> Jumping gigawatts is the thing they used to give people back in the nineties when they were putting their nuts on butts. Yeah, that was a, a herpes medication. <laughs> <laughs> roads. Where we're going, we don't need no roads. Will, will you let Jay give his quote for Christ's sakes? Yeah, Jay. All right. My quote is, um, 
when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, we're going to see some serious shit. All right. I'm going to I'm going to have Doc Brown say it right now. It's coming. Are you guys ready? Oh, yeah. My calculations are correct. Yeah. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the uh, and I, I haven't seen Back to the Future in, in so long. But when I watched when I watched that scene right now, Christopher Lloyd's acting is great because he is absolutely like like whipping his dick out in front of Marty. Like <laughs> he's like, that's right. Hey, I just built a fucking time machine. You watch, yeah. watch. You about you about to see some shit. Yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that was fucking great. That was great. So, so ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, what is your pick for the greatest movie quote that's gonna go on? Is it going to be Jaws? We need a bigger boat. The original Planet of the Apes. Get your damn hands off me, you damn dirty ape. Or Back to the Future. When this hits 88 miles an hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Who wins? You be the judge. You be the judge. Now, Juan, this is the part of the show where I ask you if you're done, but you have a deck of cards in your hand, so I assume that means yes. Yeah, I'm, I, I've been done uh, at uh, an hour ago. Oh, okay, great. I'm glad <laughs> you're done. Yeah, fuck you. I'm done. Well, I, that's great to hear. Well, everybody, thank you for listening. How was your so-called COVID life? What are some habits from the pandemic that you still, uh, you still keep? Let us know. We want to hear about them. Juan, tell them where they can find us. Uh, you can find us on any platform where you get your, uh, your podcast. Uh, we're on Anchor. You can also find us on YouTube. Uh, if you don't want to listen to us, follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, we are at INC, INCYC show. Uh, also, you can email us at INCYC show at gmail.com. Uh, and we have merch. Uh, we still haven't sold that one shirt. Uh, I don't know what the fuck Julio and Herbert are waiting for. Some friends of the show. Yeah, they could wear it. Nuts to butts. <laughs> <laughs> they could. Nuts to butts. Like a diaper. You know, Juan, <laughs> um, you, know, you, you claim to have read the show notes today, but I know you didn't because you, you screwed up your lines. I, I did, I but I, I I did read it. I just so, didn't memorize it. That's okay, I just man. went Thanks. off of uh, what I did in the past. Yeah, I know, I know. Uh, but with, but, but with I, that said, I, you should be proud that I actually read the show notes for once. Well, and I would have been. I would have been if you would have made it to this part. So anyway, everybody, help us grow. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. It helps us reach more people like you who like to listen to us. Anyway, with that said, Juan already hit all the major stuff. So everybody, have a good night and thanks for listening. Bye, everybody. Good night, Good night everybody. <laughs> Buy our merchandise. <laughs> I don't please, want it. Please like us. <laughs> please, please, please like, subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, good night, everybody. I love you.